0: Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918.
1: All right, we are honored and excited to have the newly appointed Arizona Real Estate Commissioner, Susan Nicholson, in our studio. And uh, just to be clear for everybody, uh, very interesting, I got my instructions from Marge Lindsay that uh, Nicholson has no H-N-I-C-O-L-S-O-N. So for those that are Googling that, now that's how you spell your name.
0: That that is, and my husband appreciates that clarification. So, you know, funny story, and I I always tease my husband this way, that uh, he's, he's Scottish. He was born in Paisley, Scotland. And I say, I, I can just picture it, you know, your, your ancestors standing around in their kilts next to the rock pillars going, Nick. Son, and then you know, then we did one of those genealogy things, and there's like that little nth percentage of Neanderthal, and so I, I just you know say, well, explains it all right there, doesn't it?
1: Well, you you know try no my name. Try traveling uh, with the name Weinstein. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got called all kinds of all kinds of things uh, over the years. Uh, my kids aren't excited about the about our last name, and but it is what it is.
0: It is what it is. Yeah.
1: All right. So uh, you are, again, the uh, newly appointed real estate commissioner of the Arizona Department of Real Estate. Uh, For the consumer, and I would say 80% of our listeners are, are people looking to buy, sell, and invest in real estate, what does... The Department of Real Estate do, and I don't know whether it's the same across other states. Uh, but you know, obviously, we're here in Arizona. G- give our listeners an idea of what the department what what does the Department of Real Estate do, and then what does the Real Estate Commissioner do?
0: Ah, okay. So the Department of Real Estate the purpose, the mission of the agency is to protect the public in real estate transactions. So that is the overarching big 30,000-foot view. That's what we're here to do. So then, then you go into the how do you go about doing that. So there is a Department of Real Estate. It was formed in Title 32, Chapter 20 of the Arizona Revised Statutes, and those are – the marching orders from the lawmakers, from the elected officials. And then there is a rule book. Uh, the industry likes to call it the commissioner's rule, but in, in all fairness and trueness, it's called it's the Arizona Administrative Code. And that's a rule set. Every rule has to be based on a statute. You can't just go and start creating laws um, because you're not a lawmaker. You weren't elected by the people. But a lot of the laws will leave it up to the interpretation of the Department of Real Estate, of the commissioner of the Department of Real Estate, to interpret how the intent of the statute needs to be rolled out. And the rule sets oftentimes give much more specific, clear information to the licensees, and that's the intent of it. So as the commissioner of the Department of Real Estate, you you lead that agency and you lead that charge. And so we we have about a three point two million dollar budget and uh, we have 92 thousand licensees that we regulate under title 32 chapter 20 we, do, I, do
1: I get any special favors from the commissioner's office no no <laughs> no no you know
0: there, there's there's no special favors that that are allowed in in the world of government we don't do that um, but but there you know there is it is it is a very um, amazing group of people that I was lucky to inherit, or maybe not lucky. If you look at who our prior commissioners were, you know, we had Commissioner Lowe, we had Commissioner detori And it's an excellent agency of licensing professionals. Um, we're constantly striving to uh, better our timelines and turnarounds because the work that we do at the Department of Real Estate is getting businesses up and running and helping the people of Arizona. So I like to look at the Department of Real Estate is here to provide customer service to our licensees, and our overreaching mission is to protect the public. So when the public feels they've been harmed by a real estate licensee, they file complaints, we investigate, and we discipline.
1: So when you were in high school and you sat down with your guidance counselor, I I can't imagine that uh, a real estate commissioner was on that options list. What what happened to you? <laughs> like, what did you want to do?
0: Right, right. Um, y- you know, I thought that I wanted to be a lawyer and I did an internship at a big law firm. And then I was like, N- no, I don't want that. That's not how I want to spend the rest of my life. Uh, my mom really wanted me to be a doctor, and uh, um, I had no interest in that. I had this um, complete dislike of chemistry. And even the thought of organic chemistry was, you know, enough to make me want to curl away into a corner. Um,
1: well chemistry had a extreme dislike for me it, so yeah, right, it was the opposite right right, right, right. <laughs> it's a very offensive subject there's there's a
0: few very brilliant people that are just like i understand um and you know, my family i come from a family of small business owners and so I think hmm. i i always wanted to own my own business and that's really where i i sort of saw my career going was, you know, keeping my real estate brokerage, working my real estate practice. I was quite happily humming along when I first got a phone call, even suggesting that I put my name into the application pool to be considered. My first response was like, no, why would I do? No, no. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: All right. We are in studio with uh, Arizona Department of Real Estate Commissioner Susan Nicholson. Uh, Commissioner, I'm a consumer. And I'm listening to this podcast, and I feel like that the representation that I had with the real estate professional that I was working with, that I was wronged or I was harmed in some way, is the Department of Real Estate where I go as the consumer... And what would that process look like?
0: Yeah, so the Department of Real Estate is exactly where you go. Um, The statute says that the Department of Real Estate shall investigate all complaints. And so there's this myth out there that sort of says, well, if it's an anonymous complaint, they won't investigate. If it's a complaint from one licensee against another licensee, they won't investigate. And those are just myths. Um, we, we investigate all complaints that come into the Department of Real Estate, no matter how they come into the Department of Real Estate, um, you know, whether that is something that... So,
1: so you actually handle agent-to-agent agent complaints as well? Absolutely. I did not realize that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, you know, because agent-to-agent, agent, you're you're both constituents. You're both citizens of the state of Arizona, right? So we're here to protect the public in, in all aspects of of what Title 32, Chapter 20 gives us as far as the rules that real estate licensees need to behave in. For consumers out there, what what you need to understand is if you hire a real estate agent, you're you're working with this real estate agent. They they owe you a duty of agency, and with agency comes fiduciary duties. And so, you know, those are are, are obedience. If you give them lawful instruction, they're they're going to go do that. You know, it's not about them; it's it's about you, the consumer. They they owe you a duty of loyalty. They should be putting your best interest over and before anything else. They have a duty to disclose any known material facts, and so do you as consumers. Arizona law requires that if there's a reason that somebody should pay less or something that might make them not want to buy your house and and you know that, you you have a lawful duty to make those material facts disclosures. They have a duty of confidentiality. They're not allowed to go out and wag their tongues about what you said. There, There is confidentiality. They have a responsibility of accounting. They need to be on top of those timelines. They need to be on top of every penny that's involved in the real estate transaction and, and keeping your money safe in that transaction. And then there's the overarching, reaching, good old, reasonable skill and care. And uh, and that's that's a little bit tougher one, right? Because that's not so crystal clear what is and what is not reasonable. But hey, that's what expert witnesses are for.
1: One of the things that, that has always boggled my mind, my, my wife is, uh, she Googles everything. And we would never go to a doctor we would never get a procedure without doing a little bit of homework, a little bit of research on who is going to be touching our bodies, and, and and so forth. And and going back to real estate, it's one of the I used to we used to say it was the largest financial investment that you would ever make. And then I had kids, and now I'm planning for college, so I'm not <laughs> I don't know which one's going to cost me more at the end of the day. And it boggles my mind that a lot of consumers out there they hire real estate agents without doing any kind of research like we assume if you've got a doctorate an MD behind your name then you know what you're doing and you know what you're talking about there's no files complaint and and consumers think if we've got the realtor behind our name the same thing applies what kind of due diligence can consumers do? What kind of information can be found on the D- Department of Real Estate's website?
0: So the Department of Real Estate does publish disciplinary actions. So it is a place where so you, you can, can go
1: ahead and check me. Uh, I'm no complaints. Twenty years.
0: That, that's and that's great because there's <laughs> some people that are far less and have numerous complaints. And so, uh, yeah, so you can go to the Department of Real Estate and you can search our public database. You can search for entities and you can search for licensees. You should look at brokers because ultimately, if your licensee has a question, doesn't know how exactly to handle something, they're going to escalate that to their designated broker. So who is that person? Because that is actually who you are hiring to list and sell your house or to represent you as as a buyer out there. So you want to look at those broker licenses and that whole body of experience. And real estate is is such a unique industry because real estate agents have a trade association. And the, at the national level, it's the largest trade association in the nation, I believe, is the National Association of Realtors. So it's absolutely huge. And at that trade association, there's another level of protection for consumers, which the the industry does its own self-policing. And um, it, in my opinion, the industry's code of ethics go even further than my title and chapter do as far as what the lawmakers are willing to hold real estate licensees to what the National Association of Realtors, and there's a difference between a licensee and a Realtor, right? A Realtor is a member of that national, state, and local association. And so that's
1: an extra level of protection, I I think, for the consumer.
0: Yeah, that code of ethics is one more level because there's a whole section in there of duties that a Realtor, so a licensee who's a member, owes to, to the client.
1: So I, I, you know, um, you're, again, newly appointed, uh, so not sure if you got a chance to get in there and start hanging out with the other commissioners from different states, and, and I'd, like, I'd like to go to that party. I'd like to go to that retreat. I think it would be a good time. Um, what? How is Arizona viewed? How are other states viewing real estate here in Arizona as far as maybe, I don't know whether you can speak on to, you know, the health of the market or just how are we being viewed right now in the current real estate climate?
0: Arizona is ahead of a lot of other states. And again, I, I'd like, you know, like th- this is not to credit the Department of Real Estate per se, but it's it's the industry. It's that Arizona Association of Realtors. You know, Arizona has statewide standardized forms, and in and of that self, there's a standard of practice that can be embodied in that that's easy to understand, teach, and regulate to get a high level of practitioner out there in the field because everybody is teaching to the same contract across the entire state of Arizona. So in that regard, we're we're leaps and bounds ahead of many other states that from one county to another county or one local to another local association, there's different contracts that are out there. Um, and, uh, and then, yes, the, the regulators do talk. So while the Realtors have their National Association of Realtors Regulators, we have a, a group called Arello, and that's where real estate regulators come together and share information. I can tell you one of the things that's a hot button right now across the entire nation is, is deed fraud or title theft is, is another yeah. thing that it's called. And uh, and as regulators um, who are charged, you know, my number one mission is protect the public in real estate transactions. Um, I've, I, it is quite the buzz amongst regulators and state governments now and how do we protect our people and our property owners from a criminal who wants to steal their property, sell their property and, and take the proceeds.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's a great point. It's something that's really uh, prevalent here in the state of Arizona. So if you own some vacant land, uh, people are basically committing fraud and selling your land on your behalf and collecting the funds. Uh, we have some tools and some things that you can do. So if you want to go ahead and text the word "land" to six two three AZ Recon, that's land to six two three AZ Recon. I'd love to have that uh, conversation with you. If you don't feel comfortable commenting, um, I should have probably said this before we went on air because of your role, but um, you've you've been a licensed real estate agent, you've sold real estate, Uh, you were a broker, Uh, you owned your own brokerage, you owned your own real estate school, Um, obviously you had to give that up to become commissioner, but if you were still an active real estate agent and and talking with uh, consumers and people concerned about the market, the health of the market in, in interest rates? What is your personal opinion? And if you don't feel comfortable commenting, we can edit this whole entire question out.
0: I, You know, I feel comfortable commenting because I, I was a practicing real estate licensee for a very long time, and I haven't been out of it for that long, right? So the market had already started to turn and to change, and, um, and there are people in the industry that are like, the sky is falling and this and that. I bought my first house on an FHA loan, I'd managed to save 3.5%. And I bought my first house, and my interest rate was 8.5%. And I what was year? mighty proud of that, about 1996.
1: So mine was 1998. Yeah. Same, same similar story, though.
0: So, yeah, 8, 8.5%. And um, I think what consumers need to understand, uh, you know, it's, it's how the Realtor Code of Ethics starts out. Under all is the land. There's a finite amount of it. And interest rates fluctuate, but as interest rates go down, you'll receive competitive offers again and again and again saying, refinance it and capture a lower rate, get a lower payment, refinance it, capture a lower rate. And you certainly are starting that 30-year clock over. And so it depends on how overall you like to manage your money. Um, Some people just go with the whole, I'm going to try to pay it off as fast as possible. But at the end of the day, You really need to do the analysis of what is it going to cost you to rent something else, someone else's property, and what are the moving costs going to be if the landlord doesn't want to rent to you anymore, and how are you going to shield yourself against the increases in rent versus knowing that you can afford this locked-in now at, for 30, 30 years. And so for me, I always looked at home ownership, stay stay within a comfortable affordability because there's no joy and no fun in being house proud and dollar poor, right? Like don't set yourself up for failure, Um, but buy something that's reasonable that you can comfortably afford and know that if times get worse, wow, aren't you glad you jumped when you did? And if times get better, there's nothing stopping you from being able to capture some of those future savings.
1: Well, the name of our podcast, we call it the Real Estate 401k Podcast because it's really what you're doing as a renter. You're investing into somebody else's real estate 401k program. If you'd like to learn some more, go ahead and text the word uh, invest to 623 Recon. That's invest to 623 AZ Recon. I want to end just with this question. Um, you are not an elected official. You are appointed and serve at the pleasure of the governor of the great state of Arizona. So speaking to consumers and, and, and homeowners and people looking to buy homes, uh, when you are done with your tenure, what, what do you want your legacy to be?
0: Oh, well, I think there's a whole lot of work I can do in just some good, common-sense regulating, right? Like, like Nobody has to be a rocket science for us to move that ball forward in a really positive way. I want consumers to be able to look at the real estate industry as one of the most honorable and prestigious professions in the entire state of Arizona, because real estate licensees have the ability to guide you through the process of Owning your own peace. I mean, it, it's called the American dream for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's out there. And the duty to do that correctly, to truly be that loyal, serving fiduciary to the public is something that I think my understanding, not only as a practitioner, but as an educator and as a person who Was the chair elect of the Professional and Business Development Committee, you know, that really, really wanted to focus on, but how do you be the best at it and raising up that bar? I'd love to leave the office of commissioner with people having more protection in real estate because the licensees have learned how to be better licensees and do their job in a better way.
1: All right. I lied. I got one more question uh, because we had an earlier conversation before we went on air. Um, We call it uh, the leprosy effect. Um, When you walk into a room or you're identified as a realtor or a real estate agent, it's like the leper on the road to Jerusalem who's got to scream out at the top of their young lungs, I'm a leper, and everybody scatters. Um, And I'm not sure the epitome of it, but there's a lot of really, there's a lot of people that when they hear hear the word realtor or hear the word agent, it's just automatic. They're crooks, they're liars, they're thieves or whatever the case is. Couldn't be further from the truth. There's a lot of really good people um, and we do a lot of really good work.
0: That's right. You know, I am a firm believer that the vast majority of all real estate licensees are some of the best people inside your community. They're the they're the people volunteering inside school classrooms or the people that are volunteering for different charitable organizations. They they band together and they they support their own in, in hard times with medical issues. They don't necessarily have medical insurance. And then they do the same thing for communities that face um, natural disasters. They band together and they send millions of dollars in aid to communities that are affected by fires and hurricanes and floods and everything else. And they work so hard the average licensee marches an uphill battle having to be one part marketer one part you know practitioner and know that the, the legal the contract and how to you know make contracts end contracts negotiate contracts and they're doing all of these different things and editing photographs sometimes to make your listing look just as perfect as possible the the things that real estate licensees do is is vast and there's always going to be in any profession, right? In any profession, there's there's a few bad seats. There's a few bad apples that just ruin the reputation for the rest of the bunch. And, you know, those are the ones that grab the headlines, unfortunately, right? Because for every headline of mm. this licensee was a scoundrel, there are a thousand headlines of this licensee is a good neighbor. This licensee is one of the best people in your community who does so much and is so selfless. And unfortunately, the good neighbor part of it just isn't as newsworthy.
1: Yeah, my favorite is the uh, Canadian agent that got caught uh, swigging some milk out of a, he was showing a home and he got thirsty, opened up, swigged the milk, put it back in the refrigerator.
0: (laughs) So... (laughs) You.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, Commissioner Nicholson. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, Susan Nicholson is the Arizona State Commissioner. If you'd like some more information about real estate, all you got to do is text the word "invest" to six two three AZ Recon. Doesn't matter whether you're first time, second time. You're looking to expand your real estate portfolio. We invite you to text the word "invest" to six two three AZ Recon.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate Four Hundred One K Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth. Click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.